0: Welcome to our LCP D&D Christmas two-part adventure, 20-Sided Die Hard. We hope you enjoy it, and if you're new to our podcast, stick around after the show to learn more about us and the content we have to offer. And now let's join our two beefcake heroes as they meet each other for the first time in the baggage claim of the airship terminal in Farport.
1: So you guys... Uh don't know each other, but you are getting off of the same airship at uh, the same terminal in Farport. And it's pretty busy. You can see that a lot of people are wearing the blue and red jerseys of the Farport Patriots. You can also see that there are some baseball jerseys and uh, very like varying logos, just a myriad of logos. So many people of varying generations, you know, you see the brand-new, very spiffy-looking Farport Patriots logos, and very many of them you see Double Zero and Superman on the back, and you guys can feel it in the air. Everybody is excited, because President Superman doesn't do a lot of signings anymore, and he doesn't really have a lot to do with his former football career, now that he's a politician. And so it is very rare that this is the thirtieth anniversary of them winning the big game, and he's getting back with his former teammates, he's getting back with with Lefty McClannan, with Forrest Glenn, with Joe Baxson, with all of those guys in the same room. and so uh yeah, are you guys are you guys planning on just going straight to the Hotel, do you want to describe what your characters look like at all? Uh, what do do you guys want to do? I'm gonna say that my character is at the... (laughs) The baggage claim.
0: (laughs) And he's gonna, he's gonna go pick up, uh, Chris's character's bag. And then start to walk off with it. (laughs) What are you doing? Put it down! I'm sorry, what, what's wrong? That is my bag. Are you sure? Let me look at this
2: here. Can you not see the sticker? Hello Kitty, that's mine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I wasn't trying to steal it. I was just—I uh, thought it was my bag. You no, know? so here you can take this one, and I'll—you see mine around. and Mine looks like yours. Actually, it looks surprisingly like yours. I don't know. Maybe they lost it in the flight. Yeah, that figures. That's why I took my bat on with me. I didn't want to lose it. I've, I've had this happen before.
2: So you here for the big game? Yeah. I came to get a uh, signed jersey. I don't know why I made him, like, <laughs> <really> <laughs> <laughs> God, that's awful.
0: <clears throat> I've got to get my jersey signed for my son, Gunther. I appreciate a dad who would do that for his son. You know, my dad used to take me to the big games from time to time, and uh, actually, that's where I got this bat. He was thrown into the crowd by none other than Joe Baxson himself you don't say I do say I'm hoping to get it signed uh, I mean they say he's gonna be there but uh, I try not to get my hopes up too high I've been to these things before and, uh I don't know I reach out my hand
2: towards him and
0: uh, say von McLean oh hey Archie Archie McClanahan
1: you never heard of me have you not even the slightest <laughs> I think that both of your bulging arms, when they uh, get together, like the camera comes in and you can just see like the shoulder um, and forward and just these <laughs> two glistening large arms just grasping each other. Absolutely. It's definitely the the shot from the predator,
0: the meme. <laughs> I'm going to start trying to pull his arm down. <laughs> Forcefully, <laughs> Archie! You son of a
1: bitch!
0: <laughs> <laughs> I had no surprise you haven't heard of me, but sometimes people have, you know. I mean, I'm—I didn't quite make it long term into the big leagues, cause, you know. I, I had my chance, and I blew my knee out four months in. But since then, I've been doing announcements and seen here and there. So, I figured I ask, There might be a chance you heard of me or seen me around. Well. Can I ask you something? Of course. Why haven't you gone to a cleric? Oh, I tried, but, uh... I don't know, they said it was some sort of birth defect and that I could injure it again. I just... (laughs) You know, I can get around, I just got a bit of a limp. It's not that bad, it's just as long as I, you know, don't put too much pressure on it. Playing baseball certainly did that. Hey, I'm not holding up any of your time, are you? I don't want to keep you from, you know, what you gotta do. If anything, you're holding up
2: your time. Why do I keep on making him rush? (laughs) I definitely should have tried uh, an easier accent. (laughs) Here's a toothbrush.
0: (laughs) In case you don't have your bag. Yeah, I appreciate that, but it's got to be around here somewhere. Hey, where are you staying? I'm staying at the hotel. You don't mind me asking? I'm sorry. What, what hotel was that? The hotel. Oh. Uh, the same one as the convention. Yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, I got a room there myself. I was hoping it would increase my chances of getting in first in lines and shit. Uh, hey. Uh, I mean, I don't want to be forward, but I don't know a lot of people in the city. Maybe you, you think you'd want to grab a drink with me or something? Sounds good. Just don't try to take my room like you tried to take my bag. Oh, no. Oh, sorry. I, I actually found my bag. It's right here.
1: Uh,
0: yeah, here it is right here. Look at that. It looks... that's yeah, it's pretty similar to yours.
1: One's red, and the other one is brown. <laughs> yeah,
2: I was just about <laughs> to say that.
1: <laughs> I don't
0: pay too much attention, I guess. But uh, Well, anyway, how about that drink? Maybe we go up there now, see what they got. What is the place called? The Plaza Hotel. Nakataka tomato time... Uh, knock a tomato. Um, yes. <laughs> knock a tomato. <laughs> Sounds good. So I guess we're gonna go. <laughs> we're gonna go make our way to the knock a tomato hotel and Suites.
1: Okay, so you guys uh, make your way out and there are a bunch of carriages that are just kind of waiting around um, this terminal uh, parked in sort of this large, use-shaped driveway. Um, and this porter immediately runs up to you, and uh, he goes, uh, "All right, all right, all right, all right. How is it that can, that I can help you? I'm going to be taking you wherever it is that you're trying to go. If you're trying to go there, I'm taking you. So, where, are you t- where two ways you going?"
0: It's not sort of, some sort of scam or something, is it? You gonna guilt trip us out of a huge tip when we're done? Cause I can walk on my own two feet.
1: I know I got a limp, but come on. I'm already throwing my bags in the back. <laughs> Never a scam oh, and right. nothing nothing unt- untoward from Gil Branahan? Nope, nope, yes, sir.
0: Well, I feel confident with my new partner that he knows how to get around. You will just follow
1: suit here and throw my bag back here. So how's the day going for you? It's going great. Glad, glad to have some, glad to have some pa- passengers. Uh, so, where was it that you guys said that you were heading?
0: Mm, Nakatomito.
1: Oh, Nakatomi Plaza Hotel and Suites. You that's, know that they have the Farport Patriots showing up from the big game.
0: Oh, we know, we know. And I'm gonna swing my, give my bat a twirl, and almost drop it out of the cart. <laughs> I got my bat right here, open to get it signed.
2: After he had put his bag in the back,
1: after I had, uh, I put my bag on top of his. <laughs> <laughs> I was under the, uh, I was under the impression that the Patriots were a football team.
0: Oh, you know, it, they are, but it's Joe Baxson. He uh, he's done both baseball and football. I I was there when he was in his height of his baseball career, which is how I got this. But uh, then he went on to football, and uh, yeah, he kind of. He didn't do too hard, but...
1: Right, 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 right.
2: President Superman is going to be there. I've heard,
1: so I've heard.
0: Yeah, that's what most people are all excited about, but... Eh, I never did care too much for the guy. He, uh, he doesn't quite
1: live up to his name in my book.
0: It's a rare occasion,
1: a rare occasion that President Superman decides to meet with us peons.
0: I'll probably try to get a picture with him or something, but uh, I don't know about his signature. If I can sell it for a good, you know, pretty. <laughs> I was gonna say a pretty penny. <laughs> for a good, pretty. <laughs> what are the fucking. <laughs> yeah, you know, if I could sell it for a pretty end mark or two, that does not have a good ring to
1: it. <laughs> well, I wish you the best of the luck with that. What I do know, though, is. Probably wouldn't want to be taking a bunch of pictures over the course of the day like they're going to be into, but anyway, and he yaws, and the horse starts <laughs> taking off, and you guys get really close to crashing into a few of the other carriages as he's, uh, sort of pulling out much faster than is necessary, and then again, you hear some whinnying and stuff from the inside of the carriage as you very quickly pull out onto this main thoroughfare, and, uh... He then slides open this covering to the window separating uh, you guys and him. And he kinda like leans down into it so you can see his whole face and he's got this large bushy mustache that's uh, waxed into a twirl and a bunch of freckles and he has this dirty sort of cabbie hat on and it's uh, pushing down these these red bushes of hair as well. And he uh, says, Are you guys interested in stopping for a drink or two on the way? We were already planning on it. Well, there's probably a bar in the hotel, but what I'm asking is if you're uh, stopping uh, someplace that might be more interesting on the way.
0: You got some sort of itinerary for this event. Uh, Are they doing
1: anything today that you know about? Well, I would imagine that you'd probably want to get there as soon as, well, humanly possible, since who knows how large those lines are going to be. Then, uh, no. (laughs) Well, now that we've established some sort of a plot reason for you guys to have no connections in this city besides me, let's continue on to Nakatomi. (laughs) (laughs) Why don't you guys both roll me a perception check as we are uh, getting closer to Nakatomi Plaza. I mean, I'm going to need dice for this. Oh, yeah.
0: Well, that's a two.
1: That is a dirty 20. Okay, so you guys are kind of staring out the windows, and Archie, you notice that there is this sweet shop that appears to be made entirely out of gingerbread, and it's not very far from where this giant looming building is, and Vaughn, you can see the building looming as well, and walking around like a an alley off to the side of it, you think you see a brown bear with a rifle slung around across its back, sort of disappear into the shadows.
2: What the fuck? Archie. I'm sorry, you say something? Huh? What's that? On the side of the building there was a bear. The bears are here? (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) Not the mascots, but actual... An actual bear. He had a gun. Uh,
0: had a gun? <laughs> he had a gun. Hey, maybe we shouldn't get drinks. It kind of seems like maybe you've had a th- few too many already. I'll tell you when I have enough. I feel like you're telling me that right now. You say you saw a bear with a gun walk around that building. A bear with a gun? How do you not get this? So you said you saw a bear. Ah! <laughs> 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 hey, driver, pull over a second, would you?
1: Yeah, he pulls over. Uh, he was already kind of pulling over to get in line to pull into the U-shaped driveway in front of Nakatomi Plaza. So instead, he just pulls over on the next to the sidewalk. Did you want me to stop here,
0: sirs? Can you just hang here with our bags, kind of watch over things? You got just a
1: couple of seconds. Well, i uh, that's going to be a mite costly. You know, I have... Very busy, lots to do on the schedule. Oh, fuck it. I'm gonna pick up my bag
0: and pull it out. (laughs) I have to, like, kind of, like, yank it out from underneath
2: his bag. Um, I I go up to the driver and I, uh, pull out some, um, some landmarks. And I'm like, uh, just have my bag put up to my room. And
1: I tell him my room number. He looks at the amount of money that you handed him and he goes, Oh, can do, can do.
0: (laughs) Thank you. As we start... As we start walking towards where he saw the bear, I'm going to say, hey, hey, thanks for that. I'll get the drinks later. All right. No
1: problem. So (laughs) you guys notice that uh, going in the front of this building and the main glass doors, there are just tons of people and stuff. Like one of the one of the main things that you notice is there's this large ice sculpture that looks like a guy in uh, foot- in football pads and he's sort of like reaching out and there's a football right at his fingertips and he's sort of in this, uh, this diving position and it's carved entirely out of ice and you can see that it's already starting to drip and melt just a little bit. And you see that there are a bunch of workers that are bringing in these um, giant cages that are filled with doves and you guys think back to yourself that you haven't seen uh this many doves since the last time you saw um, a john woo directed play at the theater and uh (laughs) it just uh it it seems like this is going to be a spectacle like there are there are people that are dressed up in like these paper mache Farport patriot jerseys and like equipment and stuff and It's almost as though they're cosplaying as football players, and it's just, it's pandemonium. And so you guys kind of go off to the side towards the alley, and there's still quite a few people, but it's definitely not as hard to maneuver through. And so, yeah, what would you guys like to do?
2: We need to go to the security,
0: warn them about the bear with the gun. I I think that we've found the answer to your uh, strange bear. Probably just some guy dressed up in a costume. Why would the guy in a costume have a gun? You know, the gun part still kind of confuddles me a little bit, but, uh... Alright, let's take a look around the corner. See if he's there. Maybe we just ask him, right? Sounds good. Um, yeah, I'll go around outside
2: and
1: and try to look around that corner. Okay, so why don't you guys both make me a perception check? Uh,
0: Fucking four
1: nine so you're looking around and von you see that there is a pile of detritus and very clearly is the paw print of what you would assume is a bear but no bear to speak of
0: no I don't see anything you bastard <laughs> <laughs> I've got
2: a four <laughs> uh, did I see anything yeah,
1: you saw that paw print. In the, oh, the I tetis. I
2: saw the uh, paw. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um.
0: <laughs> There's the paw print right here. It does look like it.
1: I mean, I haven't seen a lot it of it. Like it looks like it could be a lot of things to you, uh, Archie.
2: Now if we could only find a gun print. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Let's just go warn security like you said and... Just relax for a little while. I I could use a drink myself. I don't know. I didn't think this would happen to me, but I'm kind of getting a little bit of uh, the butterflies at the thought of seeing this star again, you know, since I
1: was a little kid. When you guys walk into Nakatomi Plaza Hotel and Suites, it is a massive, massive foyer area. And the desk is along the far wall, and you can see that. Off to the right, there's a hallway that has these large metal doors um, going down it. And uh, there is a large amount of glass also off to your right, but it's closer to the doorway that you came in. And it is enclosing a very large pool, Um, but it's a natural one. And so you notice that there there are there's like a waterfall and there's a bunch of aquatic plants. But um, one of the other things that you notice about this uh, about this uh, pool is that it seems like there might be fish in there as well to try and you know keep it a little bit clean. It is it appears as though they're um, mostly bottom feeders and stuff like that. And then there is a bar that would be directly across from where this pool is so it would be on your left um along the wall of the doorway that you just walked in and you know it's kind of like a it's kind of like an l shape and there's just these these chandeliers that hang over a couple of uh areas there, kind of creating a bit of ambient light but the light from the rest of the hotel is so bright that it kind of ruins all of the ambience that it seems like they're going for in the bar and everybody is dressed all of the employees are dressed in a very fancy manner and it's kind of weird just to see this dichotomy with all of these people that are you know mostly wearing football jerseys and face paint and a lot of them smell a bit like a brewery and you know have ketchup stains all over them and and things like that and uh so yeah what would you guys like to do are there any security guards? Oh, yeah, there's plenty of them. You see uh, plenty of uh, folks that are wearing, like, these white-collared uh, button-up shirts, and uh, they've got these these sort of wooden batons at their side in these black pants, and they're just kind of looking around the area. And uh, you also notice that they have these communicators. Is Vaughn in... Uh, a member of the FIA or the Brown Coats? Is he law um, enforcement? My, my background is uh, City Watch. Okay, cool. So, yeah. You would know that these are the same communicators that the FIA would use. Oh, okay. So, uh, yeah, I'll go up to... Um, like, as I
2: look around, Does it? do I notice any of them that look like they're in command of the others?
1: <coughs> uh, go ahead and roll me a perception check. Six... All right, so you cannot seem to find one that is in command, but as you're scanning, you look up in the rafters and you swear that you saw a monkey pointing a rifle at you for a second.
2: Ah! (laughs) And I almost fall into the the pond. (laughs) You alright, man? The monkey! He's got a gun. (laughs) We've got to tell one of the security guards. Now! Uh
0: Hey, you know, I got to thinking about it, and I'm pretty tired. I'm, I might go up to my room, actually. Then go! Go to your room! <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna... I'm gonna walk away like, like I'm going up to my room, but I'm actually gonna stand back and watch. <laughs> Maybe kinda try and stand behind a plant. Okay.
2: Yeah, I'll go up to the closest security guard after that, and,
1: um, tell them about the bear and the monkey with the guns. <laughs> Alright um, When you initially walk up to him He uh, kind of just keeps Trying to stare past you And ignore you Hey listen Listen to me Yeah what can I do for you?
2: I've seen some uh, weird things going on Outside There was a bear with a gun In here <laughs> There was a monkey Also with a gun <laughs> You've got to do something about it Do it now!
0: (laughs) This is so stupid. (laughs) What are you waiting for?
1: (laughs) Your security guard! Secure! I, I, uh... I would, see, but, uh... How much have you had to drink this evening, sir? I haven't had any. I would like to go right now, but I've got to do this. Now sir, homeless people are not welcome for the event. You have to purchase a ticket. I am not homeless. Maybe the bear with the gun will give you a ticket, sir, (laughs) and he kind of like grabs onto your arm very gently and starts to lead you towards the door.
0: I have a ticket right here, (laughs) and I pull him out as he's getting escorted away, I'm gonna actually come back and say Oh, hey, 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 hey uh, it's alright, he's with me, He, he's just, he's had a few, you know, I could take him up to his room, he'll be fine, he's just gotta, eh, maybe nap it off.
1: That seems like a perfect idea, if you could, uh, you know, not be publicly drunken.
0: I'm not drunk, yeah, sure, sure. this is bullshit. Sure. <laughs> alright, alright, come on. Tell Let's
1: go find band, your fella. monkey. Tell it
2: to the man. <laughs> when, uh, when, um, Archie starts to pull me away from the security guard, I turn to the security guard and I say, I'll be <laughs> returning. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, no! <laughs>
1: uh, so you guys go and you check in, um, at the front desk and you find out that your rooms are not on the same floor. Um, Vaughn, you're in room 519, and Archie, you're in room 819. God damn it, he got a higher number than me. <laughs> so you're on the eighth floor, Archie, and fifth floor for you, Vaughn. Oh, okay.
0: Vaughn, listen, here's what we're gonna do, alright? You see any more animals with guns? We're going after them, yeah? We're gonna find out what's what's going on here ourselves.
1: Yeah, I'll take them out myself. You guys hear just an eruption of applause, and you turn and you can see that there are a bunch of security guards that look way more official than the hotel security guards. They're wearing these black suits with black ties, and they have these sunglasses on and there's these earpieces that are leading down into their jackets and you then see the tall, square-jawed face of President Superman. There are a few wrinkles and crow's feet in the corners of his eyes, and his hair is starting to gray a little bit, but it's unmistakable. This is the Farport Patriots quarterback, and people are going insane. Like there is so much noise in this room and it has reached a cacophony and some people have actually fallen over and fainted and um, he's kind of waving in that polite way and the security guards are sort of pushing through the crowd and they're just sort of making their way through but it sure was a sight to behold.
0: Hey, how about that? The big man himself. I missed it. I wasn't, uh, I wasn't gonna be all excited for him, but, you know, he's got this kind of star quality about him. I'm starting to sound a little bit like Kronk.
2: (laughs) (laughs) At least I'm not the only one with a wandering accent now. (laughs) Too bad the jersey was in my baggage. Now it's up in the room. Now I have to go up there and get it and then come back down.
0: What room did you get? I mean... If you don't mind me asking. 519. How about that? I got 819. Yeah, pretty close. Son of a bitch. <laughs> I was thinking we should, uh. I was thinking we should know where to find each other if we, um. If we're separated and one of us happens to see an animal with a gun. You don't even believe me, do you? Not even a little bit.
2: <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Alright, where to, big boy? You think that, uh, we should get in the line somewhere? You wanna try and get your jersey signed? What do you wanna do? I've got to go up to my room. Get the jersey. Well, I didn't send my stuff up, so I gotta drop my bag up at there, so... Hey, what do you wanna meet? You wanna meet later, somewhere? Yeah, we'll meet at the bar. It sounds good. Um, I'll see you then. I'm gonna do the, the hand thing again. Alright, yeah, i reciprocate. <laughs> Can it zoom in on our arms again? Oh, absolutely.
1: (laughs) And they're glistening with sweat for some reason. (laughs) Even though it's very, very... It's a very temperature-controlled in this uh, hotel, so it's odd that you'd be glistening (laughs) with sweat, but that's beside the point. I am going to deal with Vaughn first. So, Vaughn, you get up to your hotel room... And you put, it's just a standard, like, metal key, and you stick it in there, you turn it, you open up the door, and go inside. It's very nice. You have your own water closet. You have um, all sorts of amenities inside of the bathroom. The basin is filled. One of the things that you notice about the basin is there must be some sort of an enchantment upon it, because... The water is a perfect 98 degrees when you stick your hand in it. Um, The bed is very nice, and your baggage is sitting directly on top of it.
2: Okay, awesome. Does it have a bidet? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Uh, I use the facilities and don't realize that at first, and then all of a sudden it surprises me, and I'm like, Ah! (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck is going on? (laughs) But yeah, after that, I I, um, grab my uh, jersey and head downstairs.
1: Okay, so as you're opening up the door, go ahead and roll me a perception check. All right. It's a first year Superman jersey, by the way,
2: too. So that is a uh, 19 plus 4, 23.
1: Okay, so you open up the door and... You, just for a second, off to your left, see a group of four elves, and they're all carrying rifles, and they're dressed in sort of this very earthy sort of garb they have on, like, uh, like, it looks like the clothes are almost woven out of leaves, and their faces, uh, are very dirty, and their hair is dreadlocked in places, um because it doesn't look like it's been combed or brushed or anything like that very recently and they are marching towards your hotel room door what would you like to do and it doesn't seem like they've noticed you
2: they haven't noticed me all right so like do the are the doors kind of like sunken into the hall a little bit where there's like a yes oh, okay so i dip back into there for a second and then um there is a peephole on the door by the way Okay, so, um, would I happen to have one of my, uh, service revolvers in my, um, in my bag? Or or would they not? I think um... Vaughn is just crazy enough to do that. Okay. So, yeah, I dip back in the room and, like, uh, I do one of those, like, um, army roll across the floor things (laughs) to get (laughs) to the bag and pull the gun out, and then I, like, um, you know, like... Kind of soft step um up to the door and uh and look through
1: the people you look and you don't see anything but you take a second and you listen and you can definitely hear the sound of footsteps and you then faintly hear the sound of a slide being racked and then more and the footsteps continue
2: Okay, do they continue? Do they sound like they're coming closer to my door or like that they're walking? No, it sounds like they've already walked past your door. Yep. All right. Then I'm going to very stealthily try to open the door and get a view of what's going on.
1: Okay, go ahead and roll me a sleight of hand to open the door. So 14. So the door creaks for a second. And you kind of duck back so that your face is not sticking out beyond that little uh, that little cove that uh, is created where the door indents. All right. And you definitely saw one of them turn around for a second and you kind of hold your breath, pause, and then the footsteps continue away from you again. And
2: now I'm going to take a, a peek out to see um, like where they're going
1: stealthily. So all four of them... They keep walking down this hallway towards the elevator, and when they get to the elevator, one by one, you see them transform into mice, and then squeeze into the door and disappear. What the fuck? I gotta go tell Archie. And I'm going to move to Archibald now. So Archie, you have just uh, entered into your room, and you have the same situation going on that uh, Vaughn does and so yeah, what would you like to do?
0: Archie's gonna throw his duffel bag on the bed and then um, kind of give his bat a twirl as he kind of walks around the room.
2: <whistles> hey, there's some nice digs. <laughs> What's it sound like when you get blindsided by the bidet?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna walk up to it and I'm gonna say, "Hey, they even got one of these bidets I've been hearing about," and I'll stomp the handle and a little spray out and hit me in the crotch. <laughs> God damn it, fucking hell. I'm going to towel off and then I'm going to open up my window with both hands like and check out my uh, eighth level
1: view. Why don't you uh, make me a perception check? Nineteen. So you're kind of just scanning and breathing in and you kind of cough a little bit because Sol Vista is much, much cleaner than Farport is. And as you're sort of looking around, you see that 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 foyer area doesn't come up as far as the area that you're currently in. And so it looks like maybe it goes about four or five floors up. And then you see a small creature, a monkey maybe? You've never actually seen a monkey in person, but you've You know, read books and pictures and things like that. And the monkey is carrying a rifle. And then it slowly gets larger and turns into an elf. And the elf um, takes this duffel bag off of its back. And he starts to uh, pull some equipment out of it.
0: I see this uh, down at ground level.
1: No, it's on the, you would say the fourth or fifth floor. It's hard for you to tell exactly unless you'd like to count.
0: Son of a bitch. How confident do you think I would be that I can locate this place that he's at? Is it, is it like at a room or is it in like an open lobby area or what
1: kind of a place? Well, he's on top of the building. Like he's outside. Mm.
0: Oh, I got you. Okay. Um, do I have, so then my question is how confident do you think I'd be at f- finding how to get the exit door to that rooftop.
1: Make a survival check. Twelve. You're super confident. How well you're going to find it, who knows. I'm gonna pull
0: a knife out of my bag and strap it on and take my bat with me. That's all I have. So I'm gonna um, exit the room and try to look for either a directory on the wall or somebody who looks like they work here.
1: So when you, um exit the room, you hear uh, Hey, get back in your room! Get back in your room now! And you look over and you see that there are these, these three elves and they're carrying these rifles and they're dressed in these outfits that look like they're woven out of leaves and their hair is very messy and tangled and sort of just held in various ponytails that just basically keep it out of their face and form no other function than that and they're menacingly pointing their guns at you.
0: Whoa 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 fellas fellas what's going on here?
1: Building is on lockdown, building is on lockdown. There is dangerous creature loose, you must go back into your room now.
0: Sure, sure, sure. I'm gonna go out, close the door, and then kind of put my ear to it. When I say go out, I mean out the hall. I'm going into my room.
1: Okay. And uh, you hear them talking for a little while longer, like uh, one of them says, stupid citizens think that they are welcome to just come out here and fuck with our plans. They will all know soon enough when he shows. They will know. And um, they continue to walk down the hallway, and you wait for a considerable amount of time and you would be pretty confident that they're gone.
0: At this point, I'm going to try and sneak out and I'm going to be making my way towards Vaughn's um, room.
1: So do you want to try and take the elevator or are you going to take the um, the stairs?
0: After what I've just seen, I'm, I'm
1: going to go stairs. Okay. I would have been going stairs too. So, <laughs> I'm going to say that You guys, as you're you're going up, Vaughn, and Archie, as you're going down, after the first flight that you go up or down respectively, you start to hear somebody (laughs) going up or down respectively um, in that (laughs) same stairwell.
0: (laughs) I'm going to peer over the ledge and um, I'm going to stay so close to the wall. (laughs) <laughs> I'm gonna get to the very bottom of this flight, and I'm gonna kind of hunker down to where it's just around the corner, and then I'm gonna get ready to swing my bat as soon as I see somebody.
1: Okay. Vaughn,
0: what are you doing? <laughs> like, uh, when I heard
2: the, the, um, footsteps stop, like, uh, I stopped too. And I'm, like, <laughs> waiting to use their footsteps as, like, cover for my footsteps to,
0: to go. <laughs> When I hear his footsteps stop, (laughs) I'm gonna try and peer around the corner and if I don't see anything I'm gonna start like sneaking a step at a time.
2: Yeah, and as soon as I hear these sneaky steps, I'm gonna slowly start going too. Okay. (laughs) I'm trying to match the cadence exactly. (laughs) You're gonna try and sneak with my sneak?
1: (laughs) You guys get to this corner and you're confident that whatever it is must be very nearby because the sounds are so
0: close. I'm going to go slow motion in my movement at first until I'm about a quarter to halfway through, and then I'm going to lunge out suddenly and be like, Don't move, motherfucker. (laughs) I will have done the exact same thing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Stay right there. (laughs) So yeah, you guys both jump out at each other and... (laughs) <laughs> uh, sorry, uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs>
2: hey, it's the big man. I was just coming to find you. I was about to club you one. I got a gun. <laughs> I would have shot
0: you!
1: <laughs>
0: Ernie Christ, you're packing heat in here. Okay, well, I got a baseball bat, so uh I guess
2: <laughs> I'm City Watch. I'm one day from retirement. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hey, hey man I I think you were right I I saw, I I couldn't believe my eyes If you hadn't said it first, I don't think I would have believed my eyes But there was, there was a Elves, I know One turned into a mouse You saw the elves too, alright Well, I mean, I also saw a monkey That's the part that really threw me that fucking monkey. Yeah, the monkey. So he was out on the on the roof of the plaza, like down below, you know, where the kind of the overhang thing is, and people come in. I've not seen that part. Well, anyway, I tried to go out of my room to warn you, and the fucking elves show up, and they've got guns, and they tell me to get back inside. Something crazy's going on here, and I'm sure it has something to do with President Superman.
1: I think so too. You guys hear an outrageous amount of gunfire.
0: Coming from...
1: it Coming from below you, it sounds pretty far away, but it's... It sounds pretty far away, but still in this building.
0: Ernie Christ, I think shit's just hit the fan. Fuck, it sounds like the Boogaloo.
1: (laughs) Do we have fans? (laughs) And just then, all of the lights in the building go out and you're flooded in just a little bit of red from some of the emergency lights that flick on after a few minutes, and, uh... Yvonne, I think we should do something
0: about this. I don't like this. It could be innocents getting hurt. We should go
2: to the lobby, check and see if we can find any of the security.
0: I don't know if I want to be walking these halls with these elves around. Maybe we should try and, uh... You think these things got any sort of, like, ventilator shafts or anything? I heard big big buildings like this sometimes have, like, these air tunnels so that, you know, the rooms and stuff don't get all musty.
1: Vaughn, you notice, like, literally right next to Archie's head is a large vent grate. I'm looking all behind Vaughn right now. <laughs> I don't see anything. Uh, if only we could be
2: so lucky. Huh? I, point, <laughs> I point at it with my gun. <laughs> like that.
0: Yeah, you're sharp. You're sharp think you could give me a boost up there
2: sure thing and i kind of do the weave my fingers together with my hands to
1: make the foothold form
0: yeah i feel a little silly asking but the f- i can't change the fact that you're much taller than i am
1: <laughs> when when you go to grab his hand to lift him up though the camera zooms back in on your arm <laughs> 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 outrageously sweaty just fucking pouring sweat even though it doesn't seem like it took that much effort or that long for you guys to or for you to pull Vaughn up into the vent
0: uh, I don't think Archie will have much trouble he's an expert climber and all around athlete Athlete. so um...
2: when you are putting your foot up uh, I, I say
0: what did you fucking piss yourself <laughs> Hey, that wasn't me. That was that weird bidet up in my room. <laughs> it's pronounced bidet. Uh Mr. Hoity-toit down here. And I'm going to h- hand down my baseball bat for him to grab. All right.
2: And so you're climbing into the vent. Why are you handing the bat down to me?
0: Oh, I pictured I got up in it and then I reached down and, and gave you like a fireman's pole to climb.
2: Oh, okay. No, I'm tall enough to just reach in there and, and hoist <laughs> myself up. <laughs>
0: mr tolly wally over here all right i'm gonna start um army crawling through this vent
1: all right so eventually you get to a spot where the vent goes straight down to the left right forward and up down left right forward up yeah, so like literally, you can go almost any direction. Oh, um, oh, oh, oh we hit an
0: intersection. Okay, <clears throat> well, the lobby's down. Let's go down. I'm gonna try and like brace myself against the sides of this thing and s- slide down. How how can I tell how uh, how how far down does it look?
1: Well, you would guess that since you were on the 8th floor and Vaughn was on the 5th, that you guys are probably on, like, the 6th floor, so you probably have a decent amount of of uh, sliding down to go in order to get to the lobby area. Okay, so this goes all the way to the bottom. Yeah, you would assume it's not going to go quite as far, because you remember that the lobby ceilings were, like, 20 feet tall, and so you're mm-hmm. not going to be going, you know, the full... Eighty feet or so. It would be more like fifty. So I'm gonna need athletic che- athletics checks out of both of you, though. It's a twelve for me. And if anybody wanted to say, "Come out to Farport meet Fre- President Superman. It'll be great." <laughs> I'm just saying, you I can. Got
2: a- <laughs> I got a fifteen. I could have been at a barbecue. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think that that's probably sufficient. You guys are going to be able to take your time enough. Um, I am, however, going to pan over to a thing that you are not going to be able to know, but the audience will. Um, There's like a couple of elves that are standing on the fourth floor, and they just hear like this. Ding, ding, (laughs) ding. Ding, ding. (laughs) Guys. (laughs) Guys and they're just kind of staring at the wall watching it as it's going down and then it kind of stops and they just shrug, look at each other and go towards the elevator
2: Why are my hands so sweaty?
0: (laughs) How you doing, Uh, Bonnie? Just hurry up Uh, We're almost there We got a few more, a couple more floors
1: so when you guys get down to where it finally has a landing for you to stand on, you see that there are a bunch of grates that uh, open up into this into what would be the ceiling of the lobby so you can either just kind of peer through the grate so you could even open one up if you wanted it's kind of up to you guys but you are definitely about twenty feet in the air in the ceiling of the lobby right now okay, I'll peer through so you see that a bunch of people are just kind of sitting on the ground and uh, they've got their hands um, behind their heads, like their fingers interlaced behind their heads. And you also see that there are a bunch of people that are laying on the ground and there's lots of blood and you see that there are these elves that are sort of moving through the um, the people, and they've all got rifles. And you notice that the majority of the people that are bleeding are security guards. And then you see this enormous fearbold who is dressed in very similar clothing to the elves, where it's these interwoven leaves, but... There are also sort of these pauldrons that are made out of, out of like these brambles and thorns that uh, kind of create this armor around him. And uh, he's got a pistol, and he also has President Superman. And uh, why don't you guys roll me perception checks to see if you can hear clearly from this distance or not. Hey, they got some sort of blue whales down there. That's a nine for me. Perception. Is Fifteen. I think that you can only really hear just sort of garbled noise, but you can tell from the gist of it that, that, they're ta- that they came here for President Superman. Like, this main fear has not let go of President Superman this entire time that he's been addressing the crowd. And then he sort of grabs, uh, he sort of grabs President Superman by the nape of his neck and sort of just drags him off, um, down a hallway, um, where you guys can no longer see. But you notice that there are still, um, six elves that are patrolling around with their rifles and every once in a while they'll stop, one of them will stop and, like, stick the barrel of the rifle in somebody's face just to kind of terrorize them a little bit and uh, so yeah what would you like to do I don't like this situation at
0: all Um, I don't know if there's anything we can do to help those people but maybe we can take out that blue elf that had the president
2: yeah I agree we've got to save the superman the president superman
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah I got you I got you (laughs) Can I tell... Do I have any idea where they might have gone? Or did they just leave the room mysteriously?
1: It seems like, uh... Like, maybe there was a conference room off in the back left-hand corner of the lobby. Because it seemed like all of the stuff that was being brought in, like that ice sculpture and all of the dubs and things, were being brought towards that area. And it seemed like that was where the Fearbulg was heading.
0: Save on. You and I are two big guys, but uh, it may end up that this is bigger than the two of us. I wonder if there's some way we can call in some reinforcements. You know, I saw those little radio thingies those security guards had. I wonder if we can get one of them.
2: That's a good idea. Plus, we need to get out of these ducts. They're too small for us. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. This isn't a very sweaty. efficient way of moving around the building. <laughs> I'm, I'm
0: sweating <laughs> profusely.
1: Oh, fuck.
2: I think there's only two ways he can go. He'll either go up to the roof, or there might be sewers underneath the building.
0: I'm gonna kinda look around for some of those security guards. Um, I'm just gonna start making my way above this lobby area, peering through grates to see if I can spot
1: any sign of guards. You notice that the majority of them are laying, either bleeding and dying on the ground, or already dead.
0: Hmm, okay. Ivani, I think I'm gonna try and get down and and get one of those communicator devices. Good idea. Here,
1: I'll lower you down. (laughs) It's about 20 feet to the ground, just so you guys know. (laughs) Fuck! Okay. (laughs) Um, do
0: I see any wall
1: grates? So you do know that you would be able to lead this into what would be the second floor of um, like the hotel rooms. So you could get like you don't have to jump out of these grates. Like there is a way to just you would just have to then find your way back to the lobby.
2: Yeah. If we jump down on one of the terrorists, would that lessen the fall damage (laughs) and do that fall damage
1: to them? Yes. Now, mind you, there are six of them.
0: Let's land in that pool we saw, the nature pool. That's a good idea. <laughs> okay, I'm going to make my way towards one of the second floor uh, hotel rooms.
2: Okay. That's probably a better right. idea. <laughs> 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 I was totally down to just, like, go through <laughs> and Google this
1: shit, but, uh... <laughs> so you, um you follow grates for a while and eventually you come to one that is that appears to be on the ground of this room and you look and you can see that there is an elf uh standing in the middle of this room with his back to this grate and uh he grabs uh the communicator and uh presses a button on it and says there is nothing going on over here We are all clear. The plan can commence. If I were to stealthily lift this grate out and stick my
0: bat down, could I swing my bat like a pendulum and reach his head?
1: Well, you're on the floor, though. You're not above him. Oh, floor grate. Okay.
0: In that case, how close to the grate is he?
1: He's, I would say, uh, he's three feet in front of it. All right, um, I'm going to my.
0: I'm going to attempt to remove this grate and pull out my knife and drive it into his leg. So <laughs> we're all sweaty,
2: right? After being. Oh finished, yeah. Uh, okay. So like, when he goes to open this thing up, can I like use my strength to just like push him out like a torpedo
1: and give him extra? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I okay. need. I need you to roll me in athletics, then.
2: No, <laughs> oh, dude. That's 19 on the die. We're good, bro. <laughs>
1: 19 plus 5. Okay, so go ahead and give me an attack roll at advantage, Archie. <laughs>
0: 23.
1: That'll hit. And remember, it's going to be 3d4 for a dagger because we're in the Philmar's Crossing universe. <laughs> four eight plus one okay so you position yourself so that you are crouched with your feet directly on von's feet and you loosen this grate just ever so slightly you give von the signal and he just forces you out as hard as he can and you burst through this grate. It goes clattering off to the side, and you just drive your (laughs) dagger into the base of this elf's neck. And he goes to scream out, but nothing comes out. He just gurgles and falls down to the side, and blood just continues to pour out of him. And um, you uh, hear the communicator crackling as it clatters to the ground. And he was carrying a rifle, by the way.
0: Touchdown. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, Vani. We got another gun, and we got our communicator. Well, I got mine. You should take the gun. I haven't used these a lot, but I got a pretty good eye. I'll take the communicator. Now, he was talking to some of his buddies on that thing. I don't know. Maybe we could try to use it for help, but what if they hear us? No, we just use it to cover ourselves. All right. In case they
2: call their friend and look for him. All right, where to next? I guess we should try to go to the lobby. You know, get some of them to come out towards us, kill them, then go in there, get a security walkie-talkie. That's
1: good thinking, Bonnie. Make a perception check. (laughs) Uh, seven? Nineteen. Archie, you hear footsteps? And then you hear, Hey, Blatkov, we are all going to be heading to the lobby. And the door handle starts to open up.
2: Okay, no lobby.
1: <laughs> we'll know, like, the door handle to this room that you're in.
0: Oh, um, I'm going to try and dash behind the door before it opens. I grab the door handle to
2: keep
1: it from, uh, moving. <laughs> okay. <laughs> It kind of like jiggles a couple times. Bloodkov, uh, what is. The door is locked. Uh, could you help me out here?
2: I don't know. It's broken. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm trying to figure it out. Are you okay in there? You do not sound okay.
2: I'm embarrassed. Don't come in here. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Let go of, uh, The boss wants to see us all We have to uh, We have to go over the plan before we can Commence I'm having that problem I told you about The problem Do not tell me you are shitting in there That is not a place for shitting Yeah <laughs> Oh Oh <laughs> I will cover for you as long as I can, Blatkov. but please, come as soon as you can.
0: <laughs> okay. Go. Go now. Yeah, that, that was quick thinking, Bonnie. Good one. <laughs>
1: I'm going to put my ear to the door. It sounds as though, uh, as though there's nobody out there anymore.
2: Well, they are going yeah. to the lobby. We can't go there now. There'll be too many in there. Well, we got some time. Maybe the convention room with the doves.
0: Whatever we, wherever we go, that's probably where we're gonna set up our home base, so... Convention room? Let's do it. Alright, and I ain't gonna grab his hand. <laughs> More energy! What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> the camera zooms
2: in on it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Pump it up! <laughs> You guys get the feeling that you're going to probably need to hydrate soon because your arms just will not stop sweating. Yeah, I learned this trick. Uh,
0: if you're ever doing this with another guy, you got to take your thumb and go over the top. I try it. <laughs> you immediately, like, pin me down. <laughs> Pretty
2: cool, huh? I'm a quick learner.
1: So why don't you guys both make me a survival check at advantage? Seven. Seven. 17. Archie, you have no problem with figuring out where the conference room is. Um, The only thing that... The only issue that you're running into is that you don't think that you can get to the conference room without going through the lobby. Because you're on the second floor right now. And so unless you go through the floor somehow, or...
0: We're gonna have to go through the floor.
1: Or... <laughs>
2: <laughs> or... We can go through the lobby, we just have to be sneaky. No making
0: noise. There might be a way to get to the conference room from outside. I don't know, maybe we can uh kind of inch our way along the side of this building or something. I guess we could do that.
1: It sounds very precarious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna take a look out the window and see what it looks like. Okay, so... You would have to go into somebody's room in order to look out a window.
0: Oh, I thought we were in a hotel room.
1: No, you guys are uh, in the hallway. You just left um, what would have been like a maintenance closet that had a bunch of linens and stuff like that, like extra soaps. and. Oh, my bad. Okay. Um, then.
2: So that one guy thought that his friend was just sitting in a hallway? <laughs> <laughs> in a maintenance
1: closet, yes. <laughs> okay.
0: What can we perceive um, as far as sneaking past the lobby, as
1: far as things like cover and stuff? Well, you guys can't see the lobby from where you're at. You know what I mean? Like, you've got hotel rooms on either... Like, it's a standard hotel lobby with just doors on either side and your your elevator doors at the end of the hallway.
2: Come on, Brian. We're in a hotel. This is your element. You should
0: know all about this stuff. I'm very confused. So... I think he's gonna
1: say, uh, "All right, lead the way, Vani." <laughs> <laughs> so you would know that you could just go into any of these, into any of these rooms along the, along the left wall, um, and you're pretty positive that right below it would be the conference room. Me, either Vaughn? of you, it doesn't matter. Well, you're I'm the one that just,
2: had yeah. the uh, survival check. Turn out well.
0: Okay, I'm going to relay the information to Vaughn.
2: Oh, we have to get down there.
1: We're going to do that. (laughs) And one other thing that you do notice, um, Archie, is that there is a large fire hose that is on the wall, um, just reeled up on a giant spool. Uh, Okay. Noted, I guess. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? No,
2: (laughs) clearly not (laughs) We get them to run down the hallway And we spray them with the fire hose Or uh, Maybe we could uh, trip them with it
1: Kind of get it it around And
0: (laughs) tie them up with this thing That's not as fun as spraying it You got a point there Hey, I know what it feels like The damn vedette did a thing on me I aim to do it back to them <laughs> All right, let's do this. We're gonna start cranking this thing and
1: reeling it out. Okay.
2: <laughs> uh, I want to stretch it out like towards like uh, the closest. Like, is there like at the end of the hallway a set of double doors that would lead out to like the lobby area?
1: No, there's an elevator that you have to take down to the lobby. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm not <laughs> no. the only one. I'm
2: going to go down the elevator, and that just opens up into the lobby? Yep. Okay. So, um, yeah. Just stay here and wait with the hose. And don't spray me. Wait until I come up and then they'll come up after, and then we'll spray them. I got you, Donny. I get down, uh, I get in the elevator and press the lobby button.
1: Okay. The door opens.
2: You're all a bunch of assholes! And then I close the door and go back up to level two.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You go back up to the second floor and you run back over to where Archie is and um, you wait for not very long the um light for you know the the number of floors it goes from lobby and you can see that it's moving up towards 2 and you hear ding and the door starts to slide open get ready
0: it, pony and, and i'm going to be holding the hose as it shoots out i'm going to be holding it just the way he does on rambo first blood part 2 with his teeth gritted <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> <down> telegushas <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm,
2: like, uh, doing it like um, Jesse Ventura, like, with the ch- uh, chain gun in the forest. <laughs> <sometimes right
1: here. laughs> I'm <gonna> going to <laughs> be <laughs> 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 So you guys are spraying these elves, and they're getting knocked around, and, uh, you know, they're trying to block their faces and stuff, and you hear gunshots going off and none of them are coming anywhere close to you guys but it's loud there's a lot of powder and detritus in the air and you guys are just full blast just blasting these elves with this uh, with this fire hose what is the next step of the plan? (laughs) so uh, is there a point where the gunfire
2: from them stops like they ran out of ammunition in their um, magazines? yeah Okay, at that point, like, I'll, um, you know, turn off the sprayer to the hose and then rush up there and, um, start to, you know, beat them up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there's three of them in there, and... Here, uh, so have any of them dropped their weapons? Yeah, sure, one of them dropped his, uh, rifle. Alright, so the first thing I'll do is, like, grab that and then just, like, throw it out of there so that they can't use it. Okay, and then um, and then I'll I'll try to start you know shooting one of them.
1: Yeah, I mean go ahead and make your attack rolls. All the All guns
0: right. he throws out, I'm gonna pick up, and I'll be like holding two guns in each hand, <laughs> pointed at him. Uh.
2: Twenty-two for my first attack. All right, and then that will be
1: a sixteen. Okay, go ahead and roll damage for both. Ten for the first attack. 12 for the second. So you charge in there full speed, making your uh, your guttural noise that you make when you're charging at things, and you ram your shoulder into the first elf, and you punch him a couple times in the gut, and one of the elves to the side of you swings out, and you block it quick with your forearm, pull out your uh, pistol and shoot him in the head, and blood and brains spray on the wall behind you and the one that you were wrestling with first he starts to swing out and you dodge it and take a couple of shots in the chin and you turn him spin him and as you pull the trigger you perfectly line up his head with the third final elf that's in the elevator you pull the trigger and it goes straight through both of them and there's just an eruption of gore and you see all three of the bodies slump down in the elevator at once awesome And then
2: I'll just, uh, press the lobby button again and then leave the elevator so that it goes down with just their dead bodies in it. (laughs) (laughs) We should have written a message on one of their shirts. They'll get the message.
1: (laughs) I would say maybe ten minutes after you sent that elevator down, your communicator that you stole off of that elf chirps, and you hear, To whom do I have the pleasure of speaking?
2: Your worst nightmare.
0: Happy holidays, everyone, and thanks for joining us for our Christmas special two-parter. The exciting conclusion will be available next week. If you're new to LCP D&D, welcome! We're just finishing up Season 1 of Fillmore's Crossing, our fantasy western D&D campaign which features orcs, vampires, and an all-original soundtrack, just as the music in this episode was original. And technically, this Christmas episode does take place in the world of our Fillmore's Crossing arc. I'll play a trailer for Fillmore's Crossing after these end credits, but if you'd prefer, we also released an easily consumable three-part adventure for Halloween called The Hoser of Lake Napissing. It's about three rookie ghost exterminators who take on a special job at a resort in Canada. I'll play the trailer for that afterwards, too. If you'd like to learn more about us, all of our information is available at lcpdnd.com. Follow us on Twitter at lcpdnd. Tim Demuse, the DM, is at idagrabyourgun. Chris Riley, who played Vaughn, is at ChrisRileyLCP. And I, Brian Bridges, who played Archie, I'm at ManlyBrian. Until next week, we hope you'll give our other content a listen. We hope your holidays are going well. And we hope to see you around. Goodbye. LCP DD is an actual play and audio drama podcast that's filled with comedy.
1: So, Igmet, why don't you go ahead and roll me a stealth check while you go towards that outhouse? All right. Um, excuse me, folks. I got to go see a man about a buffalo. <laughs>
0: with mystery
1: she tore the three kids limb from limb and doesn't remember doing it at all anyone who's gone crazy has either died or exploded
0: with drama why do I have a guilty conscience now you're seeing a
1: different way of life out here it might be a harsher one but there's a sense of justice end with horror this creature it, it stands almost 20 feet tall and it just makes this awful squelching sound as it's as it's like looking at its hands and and its legs and just taking stock of the situation
0: search for lcp dnd on your favorite podcast service or visit LCPDND.com.
2: the phone call that i just received it was about a call unfortunately it's not in new york you'll be going to uh ontario canada
1: he'll like take a super dangerous uh exit like like last minute <laughs> just squealing across the uh hash marks and i think he probably hits just a little bit of one of those uh yellow barrels with all the water in them <laughs> <laughs> this is all kind of weird like you know they said it was the hoser i mean your dad did call us i'm just saying the hoser <laughs> Yeah, I never heard of it. Like, you know, I, I grew up in California. There is a creature of folklore <laughs> called the hoser near Lake Nipissing. You've heard of it? No, I am just so incredibly shocked right now.
0: Listen to the hoser of Lake Nipissing by searching LCPDND on your favorite podcast service.